This is the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, recorded live and completely improvised in Brighton in January 2013. In this show, the audience suggested that the main character should be called Gerald, that his strange secret should be that he steals lepers' loafers, that a climactic final scene should take place in Machu Picchu, that the whole play should be sponsored by Honky Tonk Karaoke, and the audience suggestion for the title of this completely improvised radio play was The Back of the Wardrobe. Going live in five, four, three... Gerald, come on, you really must help me a little bit. It's not easy clearing out this old house alone. Look, take one of these boxes, won't you? Okay, Mother. Uh, it's rather heavy. What have you got in here? Is it oh. all of your old gold watches or something? No, oh, it's all <laughs> of your father's things. We're oh. taking them away to be burnt. Mother, really? I'm sorry, but we've kept them here for many years, but I don't think he's coming back. And oh, Well, I think the time has come to... But you never know, Mother, you never know. He, he might come back. I mean, he, he was never found. And if one is never found, then one might be somewhere else. That's the old phrase, isn't it? Uh, I don't think so. One is never found, then one is probably dead, is what I was always Mother! Thought. If one is never found, what my mother always said to me, she said, if one is never found, burn all of their things, because one's not coming back. So, <laughs> frankly, my boy, Gerald, I think you take these boxes and put them out in the pile with the others. All right, Mother. All right. But I, I do hope that you, you don't remarry. You promise me that. If I burn my father's things, then you won't remarry. I won't remarry. I'll just take a long-term boyfriend, that's all. Look, come on, Gerald. <laughs> now, look, I, I've, I've tidied out most of the rooms, but I want you to do his study. I just couldn't bear to go in there, you know. So many memories. Yes, yes. When I, I first kissed him, you know. Oh, it's when I, when I first learned to read. Oh. All those evenings sitting on his lap, reading through the works of Dickens, Shakespeare, Wollstonecraft. He was a very... Uh, he was a very, I was a very learned little boy. Yes, I he was, was a very learned man. He was indeed. He could, he could kiss like a demon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> mother. Oh, I'm sorry, Gerald. You know what my mother always said is, is when one is gone, you can say what you like about them. Oh, mother, well, I, one does still not like to hear one's mothers and fathers sexploits in the uh, at sexploits? all. Sexploits. Uh, sorry, mother. I picked it up from from Kyle at school. Kyle, he's always taking you down the wrong road. I've told you, you shouldn't be friends with Kyle. He's a nasty little blighter if ever I saw one. Yes, I'm sorry, Mother. I'm now, sorry. Oh, watch that picture on the wall. Come on. Now, you take those boxes out. Yes. Then you clear out that study. Okay. All right, Mother. And, and after that, you'll go and get a damn job. Yeah. Can't have you loitering around the house, even if you are good at heavy lifting. All right, Mother. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll come back with the, with the charred ashes. Yes. And make sure you take all of your father's things, all those maps about where he was going, all those books he was writing. Yes. I don't want any of it. All those artefacts that he said. You know, of an evening I would knock on that study door and say, Oh, oh David, wouldn't you like a, a kiss or a meal? And he would always say, No, get away! Uh, you're very good at imitating his voice. Yes, yes. No, get away! Get away. It, was all, it was all he ever No, get away! And Go. Yes, I'm. I'm sorry, Mother. That those were the last words you ever heard him speak. And ironically, it was him who went away. Away. Yes. Yeah. Your mother hold me. Oh, there you are, General. Uh, Don't worry. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, have a pat on the back. Uh, uh, thank you. <laughs> right, Mother. Right. See you later. Goodbye, General. Goodbye. And burn those things. I burn will. Them all. I will.
Well, I'm very glad that you decided to meet me here. Well, it's always a pleasure to come and meet one's elders. Show them the respect they deserve. Yes, absolutely. And here in this library, I feel most, most at home. Oh, amongst yeah. these musty tomes with uh, all the writings of the ages. I, I always find be, being here in Oxford is, well, it, it's nice to come back once in a while. It is. Although, to come back, obviously, you must leave, and I've never left. Yes, you should try it. Uh, and I'm coming back, really, the joy of it is... I'm, is I'm not sure. There's lots of people outside this fair city that are, well, they scare me frightfully. Yes. Yes, you're quite right. They are, they are quite a scary bunch. I, I find it very difficult to put up with them myself. Look. Uh, would you like a drink? Your, your mouth seems awfully dry. No, no, Deborah, that's just the dryness of age. Oh. I worry that if I drank now, I might crumble into a sodden heap, like pouring water on a sheet of paper. Yes. I remember I did that once. Did, did you? Yes. God. It crumbled into a sodden heap. Yes. Exactly as you said. Yes, that's exactly what... You are what so intelligent, well Bartholomew. That's what I'm worried about. That's very, very, very much what I'm worried about. Ah, well. Oh, uh, Jeremiah. Yes, Barty. I, I brought you here because, well... I've been talking to my friend, C.S. Yes. And, um, well, he's got a bit of a, well, he's got a bit of an idea. Go on. Well, you know he's written all those books. Yeah, oh, yes, yes. All those them. books about uh, Narnia. Yes, Narnia. Yes. Well, he let me into a little secret. You see... He wrote those books so the children would read them. And then children would, well, well, let's put it this way. Have you ever heard of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Of course, yes. Who hasn't heard of such a marvellous book? My favourite character is Aslan. Yes, yes. My favourite character is Edmund. Uh, but let's not read too much into that. Uh, look... The thing is, C.S., his whole plan, well, you see, children read those books, don't they? And, and they get the idea that there might be a special magical place if only they climb into their wardrobe. Yes, I know. I, I hoped exactly the same thing. As soon as I read it, I went rummaging around through all the drawers and cupboards we had in our house. Unfortunately, all I found was a very old tin of Marmite. So old it was in a tin rather yes. than a jar. Gosh, that does sound like an old tin of Marmite. Well, the thing is, the thing is, Jeremiah, what with your wonderful furniture shop that you have here in Oxford? Well, of course, yes, on the high. Yes. C.S., when he had an idea, gosh, I don't quite know how to say this. Well, I'll just come out and say it. He's hoping that you'll put a cage at the back of a wardrobe and lots of children will come into the cage and we can trap them and then take them off and sell them as slaves. <laughs> Look at that. It was quite easy to say at the end. Barty, this is a, a horrible idea. I mean, I respect you and all that, but a cage, really? Yes, really, really a cage. Well, it doesn't have to be a cage as such. 
Could I'm be a, a sort of a box. Uh, uh, Mr. Bartholomew, here are the drinks you ordered and the gun you wanted in case you needed to do any immediate threatening. Oh, uh, Shall I just leave them on the table? Yes, but take my drink away, because I've already said I can't drink, can I? In oh, case I crumble yes, into a sodden heap. Of age, well, leave his drink. I, I suppose I'll need two if I'm willing to agree to this dastardly plan. Oh, Jeremiah, you are a young man and capable of drinking two drinks. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you say, Jeremiah? Well, I suppose you leave me with no choice. Well, well no, I, I am giving you a choice. You can back out now if you so desire. Oh, but, but the gun, Barty. Oh, that's not for you. Gosh, I would never threaten you with a gun. But he said immediate threatening, and who else would you threaten here in this library? Him. What, what's her? You go and get me a biscuit. Ah, damnation foiled. Uh, yes, of course, sir. Well, Barty... I suppose we have got a new range of six and a half foot deep wardrobes. We could squeeze a good sized cage in there. Yes, that would be just wonderful. Oh, hello, Prunella. Nice to see you again. So nice to see you too, Gerald. Uh, you, you look even more radiant than you did last week. Your, your oh. bows are climbing all around your hair follicles like... Like spiders intertwined. Yes, I, I attach the bows to spiders so that they do climb around my head like that. Oh, Prunella, you you really do think ahead when it comes to uh, beautifying yourself. I, I think ahead when it comes to my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Prunella, you make me laugh so. Oh, well, unfortunately, I've I've got a big bag of my father's stuff that I have to burn. Oh, yes. that does sound unfortunate, yes. Do you want to come with me? Oh, well... I mean, it's not like a date or anything. Just more like a, a hanging out. Oh. A gathering. Hanging out? Well, Gerald, that does sound terribly nice, but... Well, what will we do with this hanging out? I don't know. I mean, burning your father's things and all sounds fun, but couldn't we do something new, something modern, something terribly exciting? Well, maybe we could... Wait, can you hear that? From oh. Coming from that shop. <laughs> yes, it's strange noise. Yes, it is a very strange noise. Isn't it? Tell me, Gerald, what is that? You know, that's actually honky tonk karaoke. Honky tonk karaoke? Why, that sounds yes. like the most wonderful invention ever. Do yes. tell me more about it. Well, it's just come over from the United States of America. From the southern states especially, I believe. And now, people are singing along to it like nobody's business. Listen to those beautiful rhythmic sounds. That's honky-tonk karaoke. That's honky-tonk karaoke. So good, impressionable young women will fall in love with you. Oh, Gerald, I, I so feel like I've quite fallen in love with you. Oh, Prunella, I didn't want to say anything, but I think I've fallen in love with you too. Gerald! Gerald's talking to a girl! Gerald's <laughs> uh, a girl! Shut up, Gerald Kyle! Gerald loves a girl! Gerald loves girls! The Kyle! Prunella is smelly like a prune. Kyle, don't speak to her like that! No, I will, because she's smelly. <laughs> come on, come on, Kyle, come <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, uh, she's not smelly. Hey, Gerald, what's all that stuff you got? Yeah, what's is that, that the stuff you may have burned? <gasps> I love fire, I love setting fire to things. Look, I'm just setting fire to Ken. No, oh. yeah. Kyle! Ah! Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, you Come on, Kyle. 
no, Kyle, this is my my things, and I, I, I need to take care of them myself. Look, it, g you, you go away, will you? Oh, you're so boring since you met that girl. <laughs> yeah, go away, Kyle. I may be boring, but but I like to be boring with Prunella. Oh, Gerald. I've never heard something so sweet. I, I think I might like to be boring with you, too. Oh. But, but, Gerald, I've... Prunella. I've, I've had an idea. What is it, Prunella? Well, I don't think you really want to burn all those things, do you? No, I don't. Well, no, I damn well don't. Well, why do you have to? My mother said, and... It's the law that you do what one's mother says. But Otherwise, bad stuff happens. But why does she want the things burnt? She likes to destroy memories that at both times make her happy and sad. Well, like humans do. Surely, surely she could have no objection if you, if you simply took them somewhere else, away from her, kept them safe. Yes, yes, I could keep them safe somewhere and then I could go and look at them whenever I wanted to. It's a it's a wonderful idea, Prunella. You're, you're not only beautiful and lovely, but clever too. Oh, here, take my hand. Let me kiss you once on the hand. <laughs> That's really poignant. <laughs> Go, Ken. Get lost, Ken. Yeah, right. Thanks, Ken. Oh, well, oh, oh. Ooh, three kisses on the hand. Yes. I think that means we're married now. <laughs> Gosh. Well, Where's the safest place in... In the city, though. Oh, I'm afraid I don't know that. I, I'm only a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. What about at the at the back of a wardrobe? Yes, the backs of wardrobes are famously safe. Yes, yes. I mean, I mean, no one ever found out about Edmund and Susan and uh, the other two. Peter. Peter and uh, Lucy. What was the other one? Lucy. Lucy, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Peter was a bit boring and Lucy was really young, so, uh, so I, don't, I don't remember them. But I'm a bit boring and I'm really young. Look, Prunella, sometimes the exception proves the rule. Yes, actually, in that phrase, the word prove actually means test rather than demonstrates the veracity of... Prunella. Sorry, I, I couldn't let it lie. And I won't lie to you. You're making my life beautiful, and it would do me so much honor if you would accompany me to... Why don't we go to Jeremiah's Furniture Palace? It's on the high. Why don't we? And there we can, we can find a wardrobe to keep the books in. The books and the trinkets and the maps. Come on, Brunella, take my hand. All right. It's really wet now, but... <laughs> Let, let's go. Let's go. Jeremiah, what lovely big wardrobes you have. <laughs> you Thank know, you, this Agnes. shop is really, really quite something. You know, ever since my late husband disappeared, probably dead, I think he's dead. I oh, I hope so. <laughs> nearly completely sure, I mean, Jeremiah. I, I don't hope he's dead. No, of course. To wish death upon him, just oh, so that you would be a single available lady thing. Oh, oh you do tease. Oh, I do. Tease look, more, Jeremiah. Look. Oh, here's a chocolate on a string, oh but my you can't God. reach it. Oh, Should have worn your stilettos. Oh, oh, goodness me. Oh, the fire, the passion. Oh, Jeremiah, all of this furniture, where'd you get it? Oh, well, a supplier in Bromsgrove. Oh, that's really sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeremiah. Yes. Jeremiah, I, 
I don't know how you feel about me, but I've, I've been thinking for a while that... Wait, what's that? Somebody coming to the door. Oh, it's my boy. It's my boy. Quick, hide uh, here in hide. this boudoir. Uh, I'll, I'll get in the biggest wardrobe. Oh. Uh, well, yes, uh, in the armoire uh, will do. Now, Prunella, uh, I, yes? I, I think that... We should stow, stow these in the back of the wardrobe, but uh, I don't want Jeremiah to see. Uh, okay, I'll distract him. Yes, here, I've uh, this pet duck I've kept in my pocket. Uh, yes, oh, what's his name? His name is uh, Sir Duck. Sir Duck? Yes, he's Come a knight. On, Sir Duck, I'm going to let you loose in this furniture shop. Oh, a duck. <laughs> I can't have that in here, flying around, damaging all my fine furniture. I'll go and catch it by luring it with his chocolate on a string. Right. Okay. I'm going to get in this wardrobe now. Uh, this is a... Thanks, Prunella. Look, help me carry these books into this wardrobe. I'll, I'll come in as well. Uh, gosh, it goes a terribly long way back. Yes, it does. Uh, what? What is... What is back here? Oh, my. What? Oh, my goodness. Wait. I think we're... Did you hear that click? Yes. I think we're trapped. Look, it's a cage. A blooming cage. Oh, my God. Like what you keep birds in and that. Who would put a cage at the back of a wardrobe? Hello, children. Jeremiah. You Mr. thought Jere I didn't see you coming into my shop. No, I didn't. That's why I fitted the bell on the door. Oh. I saw you the moment you stepped foot. I saw Prunella unleash that blasted duck oh. in here. What You're do you mean by this, Mr. Jeremiah? Now. What do I mean? I mean, you found yourself in a very sticky situation. Well, it's rather metallic, really, but... Well, that's probably the glue I used to bind the cage that you're now in to the inside of the wardrobe. <laughs> but what do you mean by this, Mr. Jeremiah? You're trapped, young man. And now, you're mine. Oh, God. Legally. You signed, look, look at that little certificate you signed. What? We're legally yours just because we got in the back of a wardrobe? Yes. Yes, I think you'll find it's in the small print. Gosh, the bylaws of England. What do you plan to do with us? What do I plan to do? Well, it's more what my friend plans to do. Bartholomew? Yes. I've got you some children in a cage. Oh, oh wonderful. That's just what me and C.S. had planned. Sir, your biscuit. Ah, about time, too. <laughs> well, Jeremiah, if we've got these children in this cage, I suppose it's about time that we load the truck. Oh, no. No, Brunella. Mummy. Daddy. Oh. What do Bartholomew and Jeremiah plan to do with the children? Why is Gerald's mother such a slag? And what on earth happened to Gerald's father? All this and more in the mesmerizing second part of The Back of the Wardrobe. But now, the six o'clock news. This is the six o'clock news. There have recently been reports of lots and lots of children going missing in tiny wardrobes. Oh, no, sorry. Massive wardrobes. Uh, we now have the Home Secretary on here to discuss this terrible incident. Home Secretary Sir Trumpington Bellamy, uh, what do you make of this spate of disappearances? Oh, it's, it's very exciting. 
Exciting, you say? Yes, exciting, thrilling. It's like a mystery, like one of those things you watch on the telly. Where are the children gone? Will they be found alive or horribly mutilated? <laughs> Who knows? Home Secretary, this is, uh, this is going out live on the radio, you do oh, realise. Oh, is it? Well, I'd like to say hello to me mum. <laughs> uh, I'm on the radio. You said I'd amount to nothing with my attitude. <laughs> and you know that this is, this is a real problem, uh, Home oh, Secretary? I'd say. <laughs> This, this is not fiction, as you so previously said, Home Secretary. This is a real problem, children going missing in massive wardrobes. I know. Do you believe in Narnia? Well, <laughs> I believe uh, many things. Uh, I've read the book about it. There's not enough mutilation in it for my liking. I would have liked it if, uh, instead of all the Turkish delight, they'd, uh, you know, had a bit of... Uh, Horrible slaughter. <laughs> and in breaking news, uh, the Home Secretary has just been sacked by the Prime Minister. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's exciting. Will I get my job back or will I fade into obscurity? Uh, it will be the latter. <laughs> uh, thank you, Home Secretary. Um, and now, in the, in the cricket, uh, the, uh, the West Indies were bowled out for a duck, which uh, they then ate afterwards. And uh, now, uh, for the weather, uh, there were lots of clouds in the sky, but unfortunately, the sun was also not in the sky. Uh, thank you very much. Adventure! Wardrobes! Hopefully, Machu Picchu! All this and more in the stunning final part of The Back of the Wardrobe. Brunella! Oh, Mummy! Oh, Daddy! Kept in the dark. What, what's going on? Oh, it feels like it's moving. Uh, Jeremiah. Oh dear. Oh, what's this? A bunch of old stuff. A box. I recognise these papers. Oh well, if I'm stuck in here, and I've decided I am without trying the door, <laughs> I'd better read through these. At least you need to pass the time. So, Jeremiah. Uh, 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 um, um, yes, Barty. How many wardrobes do we have with people trapped in them now? I'd say a good dozen. A dozen? A good dozen. A good dozen? Yes, much better than a bad dozen. Good, and how many bad ones have we got? Uh, we've got two. Two, so a good two dozen and, and yeah. a bad two. Bad two dozen. Oh, a bad two bad dozen. Bad two dozen, yes. So, 36 all told. 36 altogether. Good. Most of them bad. We only need another 1,054, and CS's plan will be up and running. I didn't realise you were working on that sort of scale, Barty. Huh? Oh, oh, don't, don't worry, Jeremiah. You're not the only furniture wholesaler we've got we in on this. We could have combined shipping on all the wardrobes. That would have been cheaper. Where are we, where are we taking them? Where does CS want them? CS wants them. In Peru. <laughs> Peru. Peru. It's a, it's a long journey. I yes. I've only packed two pairs of pants. Well, you'll have to wash them frequently. Oh, dear. Or maybe I could do that thing where you turn them inside out and then you turn them back to front and then you turn them inside out again. You get four wares out of one pair. That's eight days of wear. All right, chaps, ready to hold them up under the ship. What? Oh, wait, wait. wait. Uh, oh, no, what? he didn't mean my pants. Sorry. What? Right, so I'll, I'll, I'll drag this one right up, is that right? Yeah, Lord. Oh. Oh. I sailed for Peru on the very morning. For Peru. Oh, on the very morning. Excellent. That's exactly when I wanted to sail. Good. 
Oh, oh this one's particularly T- heavy. Cap- tell me, Captain, how, what route exactly will we be taking to Peru? Uh, we will cross the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, good, yes. And then sort of drag stuff over land. <laughs> we'll just, so we're going to just sail one, then drag it all. So where are we going to land, then? Uh, Brazil. Right, right, land in Brazil. And then, and then how are we going to get to Peru from Brazil? Drag it over land. Yes, but... <laughs> look, sir, look, can you just come with me for a second? I don't like to talk in front of my crew. Uh, uh, OK, uh, yes. Now, look, I'm a captain of the oceans, and the oceans are my terrain. When I'm out there on those waves, I know exactly what I'm doing. Right. Get me on land, I'm as lost as the next man. Look, I can't even stand properly. <laughs> yes. I, I was just wondering if maybe we should go through the Panama Canal and then we won't have to have a whole bit of business in Brazil. Is it, is it a bit like an ocean? What, the canal? Yes. Uh, it's a bit like an ocean, yes. It's Very well, we'll give it a go. But on your head be it. Come on, boys. Our roots have oh. changed. Oh. He's made an excellent point, actually, Jeremiah. Yes, Barty. We're going to be on the ocean. I'm going to have to wrap up against all the water that is inevitably going to be flying about the place. I don't want to crumple into a sudden heap. Good thinking, Barty. Here, take this shawl. <laughs> yes, this shawl will no doubt suffice. <laughs> what a simple solution. Thanks, Jeremiah. You're welcome. Uh, oh. <laughs> Brunella. Ger- Gerald. Come, hold, hold me closer. I'll hold you closer. Well, I, I suppose if we're holding each other closer, I mean, it wouldn't really work if you held me closer and I tried to hold you farther away. No, no. Do you hear that? I think we've stopped. And, and that as well. <laughs> oh, uh, Gerald's with a girl. Kyle! <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Ken! Kyle and Ken, oh my gosh! Blooming egg. Mm. How did you get in this wardrobe? We just, uh, and how long have we been in here without noticing that you're also in it? This is a huge cage. Gosh. We, we were daring each other. <laughs> yeah, good one. <laughs> and we followed you because we were going to set fire to those things you had. <laughs> and, and then we followed it, and but we can't find them. But you were going to set fire. Does that, does that mean you've got some matches? <laughs> yeah. Well, well it's, it's not like we can make it with a magnifying glass. <laughs> yeah. Well, why don't, why don't you light one of them and then we'll be able to see some things? Yes, go ahead, Kel. All right. <gasps> this is a huge cage. It's absolutely massive. I would say about 40 feet by 55 feet. Wouldn't you? Uh, well, I would know. 40 feet by 54 feet, no more. Look. Ah. Look over that side. Yes. Something's cut through some of the mesh in the cage. <gasps> oh, man. Someone has either got in or out. Good one, someone. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, someone's done really very well, haven't they? Yes. Maybe we should go through it. Maybe it's the way out. Yes, well, it doesn't appear that the truck's moving anymore, does it? I think it's in the hold of a ship, because outside of the truck wall I heard someone saying, we're in the hold of a ship. <laughs> wow, that's they good They might have just been trying to trick you, Ken. Yeah, but then they said, I'm not trying to trick anyone. Oh, well, that settles that then. Come on. Let's all go through that hole in the cage. Yeah, boy, am I really glad I got these extra long-handled cooks matches. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, they are excellent. And so slow-burning. <laughs> so I just thought I should explain why it's illuminated for so long. Well, you could light another. 
<laughs> All right, let's do some sleuthing. <laughs> Gerald, you go and snoop around. I'll keep guard down here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, Jeremiah, I, I, I think it's about time we will. C.S., he's on board. It'll be a pleasure to meet him. It won't. I hope he lives up to my ideals of a good British author. He a won't. A nice gentleman who'd never harm a fly. He won't. For a start, he's German. Really? Little known fact about C.S. Lewis. Wow. Totally German. That changes my entire perception uh, 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 of Yes. But I think it's about time we went to meet him so that, well, he can explain a few things to both of us. Okay. He's just through this door. Well, hello. C.S., uh, uh, I, I brought Jeremiah to see you, as you asked. Ah, bring him closer. Uh, Do uh, not come too close. Uh, yes, Jeremiah, if you could just come a bit closer, but don't yes. go too close. No, I won't. I, it's a pleasure to meet you. I never knew you were German, but now it seems immediately obvious. What with that black, yellow, and red shirt you're wearing. <laughs> yes, I wear it always. Now do not come too close. I must always lurk in the shadows because my skin is very white. Is now tell me, <laughs> how is my plan going? It's going fine, thank you, C.S. Yes, we've got many wardrobes, uh, well, a dozen good ones and two dozen bad ones, and all packed to the brim with children. Ah, wonderful. Sit down for a minute, won't you? Oh. You know... I am known all around as a fine teller of stories. Yes. And I will tell you one now which will explain why I have asked you to do this strange action. Oh, good. Now, you have heard, perhaps, of the lost city of Machu Picchu? Yes, I'm aware of it. I am aware of it, too. In fact, I can go one better. You see, as a young man in Oxford, I was friends with a fellow called David. Best friends, you could say. He discovered a wonderful thing because he was an explorer of great repute. He found through a series of scrolls and maps this lost city. At that moment, I knew exactly what I would do. My secret desire to become a lord over my own dominion was suddenly to be realized. This city would be mine, and I would be lord over all of it. I didn't tell David my plan, but one evening he came in on me and found me shouting, I will kidnap children by the thousands. With them I will populate the city of Machu Picchu. Then I will kill my friend David and feast upon his rotting flesh. I should probably have stopped talking when I saw him come in the room, but... I'm a storyteller. When you're in good flow, you just keep going. I didn't want to get writer's block. And so, I had him abducted. What happened to him, I don't really know. But I couldn't have him snooping around. But now that we have these children, we can carry it out. Machu Picchu will team again with life. These young minds will be molded to believe in the great God. For it will be as if I have always been there. All of the carvings will be changed to have my face on it. It will be renamed Machu Luis Picchu. 
Wow, what an author. You're so good with words. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise where it's due. I love it. But I love now. the plan, and I love that thing on your desk. What? What is that? I've never seen a contraption oh, like that before. Oh, it's nothing. It's these, uh, these little things. Let me pick one up. Oh, karaoke. These words. Wow. Do I just do it like this? Yes, yes, you just do it. Let some rhythm wash over that's right that's honky-tonk karaoke so good it will seduce the innocent into your evil plans no matter how ludicrous yes my friend jeremiah now i must go back into hiding i will climb into my coffin here <laughs> that will transport me to Machu Louis Picchu. I will only be unveiled once the ceremony has begun for the children to treat me as their god. It is up to you two to ensure that this goes through without a hitch. Jeremiah, see it. Apparently, we're nearing port. Ah, that is my favorite kind of fortified wine. No, no. No, I'm afraid, actually, it's still several hours until we have any port. It's, it's only sherry hour, but we're nearing land. Ah, land. That is my favorite kind of uh, rover. <laughs> yes, we're, we're nearing it. Ah, it. It is my favorite kind of uh, computer studies. Go well, uh, yes, well... Ah, uh, yes, I'm my favorite progressive rock band. <laughs> well, we're nearly there. Ah, uh, there is my... F ah, there. <laughs> there. Jeremiah, have you got a visit? Uh, my, my favorite northern term of referring to follicles? Ah, it's not good enough for me. I will <laughs> climb into my coffin. Do not awake me until the moment has come, and CS will be a god. Yes, all right. <laughs> Gerald, look. Brunella. Look. Yes. We're, we're pulling in. We're, we're coming into the port. My goodness. The port of Peru Coast. Y yes. Yes, that famous town on the coast of Peru. What's it called? Uh, it's called uh, Mancora, I think. That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gerald likes geography. Shut up, Kyle, okay? <laughs> oh, look. Oh, look. Look, they're beginning to unload the wardrobes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Ah. That, that Peruvian was speaking Spanish, all except the word for with, which was French. Well, there was a French colony here, wasn't there? Oh, yeah, yes, why yes, not? Yes, that's right. Yes. Back in the 1520s. <laughs> yes. What a great decade. Well, oh, I wish I'd studied harder at school so I could join in the banter. Maybe all their prepositions are French. I don't know. Mm, some of them. Yes. Well, Can't think of any right now, though. I, I don't know why, Gerald, but I've got a feeling that we should go and get back in that wardrobe. I, yes, look. A guard. He's coming. Quickly. Quickly. Back into the wardrobe. Quickly, Brunella. Take my hand. Kyle. Ken. Scramble, scramble, scramble. Uh, well done. Oh, it's been lifted. Oh. We're being carried off the ship. Oh. <laughs> it sounds it sounds like we're being put on another truck. Oh, my goodness, oh. I wonder where they're taking us. Wait, can you hear that sound? Someone shouting, 
We're going to Cusco and then Machu Picchu. Vamos a Cusco and yeah. Machu Picchu. There, there he is. He repeated it just then. Yes, he did. And uh, I think the prepositions were French as well. Gosh, jolly good. Oh, they were. Yeah, well. Ah, oh, Machu Picchu. I remember. I remember my father always used to talk about that Punella when he'd had a few ports. He always used to talk of the secret lands of Machu Picchu, the Gerald, place he knew best. Gerald, do you remember that time we were at your house and your dad told us all about it? Didn't he talk about sacrificing innocence? He did. He did. Yes, but your dad was always banging on about sacrificing innocence. Yes, he was. That's true. Yes. Uh, well, hold my hand, Punella. Can I hold your hand too? Yes. Oh. Whose hand was that, Who's actually? Who's a girl now, Kyle? Holding uh, hands. I'm just scared. I don't want to be sacrificed. No, but that's the exact implication of me calling you a girl. Is that you're scared. Wait. You can't say, oh, I'm not a girl, I'm just scared. I think that being scared of sacrification is uh, it's, uh, perfectly normal and justifiable. Well, yeah, fine. Yeah, totally is. You're, you're silly if you're not scared of it. Wait, chaps. <laughs> chaps, look. In the corner. On the other side of the cage, light one of your cook's matches. I know that shape. Mummy! Oh, when you is a big man, you're What? Is there a voice over there? <laughs> Mummy! What? I've never, I've never given birth to a cage, as far as I can remember. Mummy! Is that you? Well, who, my eyes aren't accustomed. Well, who could it be? Who? Mrs. Livingston, it's it's us. <gasps> Mummy. Oh my word. Gerald! Mummy. You're not dead. No. Oh, come to me arms. Ah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good to see you. Oh. I feared I'd lost the only other man in my life, apart oh. from Jeremiah, Tony, Stephen, uh, this Frank. Um, this what about Barry Dad? The bus driver. What about Dad? And Liz what? What about yes, Dad? I meant the only other man in my life. I'd, I'd already lost him. M Mrs. Livingston, what, what's that you've been reading? Oh, I was reading all these old papers. They're, I think they were my husband's. I can't make head or tail of them, but That's this one here is very interesting. Oh, look. It's all about the ceremony that, that, that will be done to induct people into believing in the gods of Machu Picchu. Oh, my, oh my goodness. That must be to do with us. Well, it could be, yes. We're people. Seems relevant, doesn't it? We're going to Machu Picchu. Yes, what a striking coincidence. It says that all of the people, when they are called upon to enter into the religion of the great God, will dance upon burning coals with bare feet. My word, it sounds nasty. After that, they will go into some kind of trance and be zombified as followers of the God forevermore. Whatever that means, I don't know. No, it's quite cryptic, isn't it? Oh, dear. Well, well, Mummy, I suppose there's not much we can do about it now. There's something else. Look, just in the corner of the paper. It's not printed like all the other words. It looks like it was scrawled at the last minute in blood. And yes, I recognise that taste of blood. That's David's blood. <laughs> he must have written this in a hurry before he left. It is gone to MP. If needed, scream like a banshee. Can't think what that means. MP, Member of Parliament, massive people. 
Uh, M people? Yes, the M people. Maybe he's gone to an M people concert. Yes. Uh, well, here you are, Gerald. You'd best look after this. Thank you. Thank you, Mother. It wouldn't be right for me to take it. As, you know, my clothes are running off half the time and it'll get lost somewhere. <laughs> well, I suppose there's not much left for us to do now. But wait. Barty, that's one of the most beautiful sights I've ever had pleasure to lay my eyes on. Yes, it's a pretty good tattoo, isn't it? Yes, I, I love... Who did you get to do the colouring? If I Look, if I tense my bicep, I can make a dance. Oh, my God. Anyway... I never thought a parakeet could shimmy that way. We should stop looking at that, because... Look here. We're in Machu Picchu. Wow, what a marvellous ciudad. Yes, yes, it is one of my favourite ciudads. I don't know what one is, but I imagine it's a good one. Yeah, yes, we're here, and I think it's probably time that we wake C.S. Yes, I'll uh, go and wave a snifter under his nose. Back in a second. Well... I'll just stand here admiring the view. Gosh, what a view. It's bonita. Yeah. Oh, it looks like some of the adjectives are French here. La, vi la vista. Uh, yes. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, come up here often, do you? I need to be see so much. Quite an altitude we're at, of course. Oh, yes, you get a little bit dizzy. Yes, yes, a little bit dizzy. Oh, Jeremiah, you're, you're back. Yes, he's here. <laughs> Who ah. are you talking to? Uh, well, I was just talking to this young Peruvian chap. Yes, hombre. Yes, he's a man. <laughs> I can see that, yes. Very nice. Well, here's CS. I've, I've got him under his special uh, canopy. Ah, uh, 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 CS. Ah, uh, yes. Now, if my calculations and readings are correct, there should be a place inside the central temple of Machu Picchu where I can be slotted. And then when a drop of blood is released into a channel, I will rise up on the stone in a wreathed in mist, and I will cry foul words, and all will worship me as they walk upon the coals. Does that sound okay? <laughs> yes, yes, that sounds fine yes. to me. Sounds fine to me, yes. Wonderful. Suppose oh, sorry, please, you're fast. Well, I, I, was saying I suppose we'd better I go... I may be a maniacal murderer, but I am polite. Uh, yes. Uh, no, please, look, w would you like... Are you quite comfortable? Would you like to sit down while you speak? No, no, I don't like to sit down. No, I just I want to make sure you have everything you want. Yeah, no, I was just saying, I think it's probably a about massage, time. A little massage on the back. No, I'm fine for it's that. Okay, I'll do it. Your shoulders are very tense. Look, yes, we've got ah. to get the children out of the tracks. Ah, yes. You will herd them into the special space from whence they will be released onto the hot burning coals. Yes, yes. Yes. We'll see you in there, shall we? Oh, that's, that's good, yes. Uh, hasta la vista. <laughs> so Spanish. All oh, right, yes. Good, good. Well, uh, it's okay if I go. I don't want to be rude. Yes, yes, you just nip off inside. I just nip off, yes. Okay, shall we shake hands? No. No, you just want to say goodbye? Yes, good, okay, good, goodbye. Goodbye. It was a pleasure to have this little conversation, you know? It really brightened up. Is this too much? A little bit too much. See, see you in a bit. Okay, goodbye. Uh. Oh, look. The door. The door's opening. Right at the front. Oh. It's opening. Sugar. Oh, word. Shiver me timbers and blow me down, as that pirate I once mm. met said. 
Well, I met her, yes, I Come on, you little pipsqueaks. Uh, File out the front here, if oh, you would. Damn and blast. Oh, this is terribly exciting. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. Okay. Brunella, keep close to me. Yes, I, I'll keep terribly close to you. Mother, keep close to me. Uh, mother? Oh, uh, sorry, yes. <laughs> mother, don't, don't do that to that man. Well, uh, uh, he was inviting me with his He was not. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Look, oh. no, not in my eyes, Sykes. I didn't know well, there was any around. ladies in oh, here. I thought it was it. just children. You're oh. a charming fellow, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> I terribly dry. Terribly dry, yes. Well, yes Barty, this is, a, this is a friend of mine. Oh, Jerry. I had no idea you were in that ward. Mr. Jeremiah, you, you pig-headed man-head. You're the one that snuck into the wardrobe. Look, let's get these children in there. Now, of course, uh, you, madam, who could that stay with us, of course? Uh, but these young whippersnappers have got to head into the temple. Good luck. Good luck, my boy. Mummy, don't. You're just going to leave me. Well, what choice do I have? You have a choice. Well, I could die with you or one of us could die. Surely the mathematics makes perfect sense. How will you live with yourself? Well, uh, you know, ideally, I would die and you would be fine, but that's not an option here. It, it could be. You could offer it to them. Look, if somebody's saying, here, would you like two houses or no house? No, wait. Fine. Stop wondering, children. Look, here. Gerald and Prunella, take your blasted duck back. Thank you. Oh, he's, he's mute. <laughs> oh, no, he's not. Good. Yes, follow this way. Into the cage. Well, out of this cage, into the next cage. So, CS, here they are. We've lit the burning coals. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. We've got them all ready. What next? Then I think the moment has come. All we need is one drop of blood dropped into this little channel here. Uh, From anyone in particular? No, I don't think it matters so much, you know. But preferably a lady. Oh, a lady? We've only got one one lady here, Jeremiah. Would you mind awfully drawing some blood from your friend? Oh, what? Oh, I didn't sign up for that. Well, oh. I suppose if you really want me to, uh, oh dear. come here, dear. Oh. Ah. This won't hurt that much. Don't do it to my mother. No, I, I suppose I have to. She's the only lady, and I've got this massive knife ready. Oh. Oh. Right. Guards, while he's doing that, remove the shoes from these children. <laughs> oh, there are shoes. Now I will be shrouded in darkness. The children cannot see me, but I will rise to the top of the temple, wreathed in mist, and they will worship me. Here, help me onto the little things that will rise. Here you go, yes. Step on my spine. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Right. Jeremiah, draw the blood. Okay. Oh, ow! Ah, oh, yes. damnation. <laughs> That's a bit more than a drop. Oh. I've turned into toss a it in. Toss it into the fire. Here we go. Oh, look at the colors, the magical glow. Yes, my time has come. I will be as a god. I'm rising up. Now, rising. children. I'm afraid it's time to throw you onto those burning coals. No, 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 get off me, you brutes, you brutes! Take me, don't take Prunella. Take me alone. They seem to be taking both of us. Damn and blast it. Kyle and Ken. Crap.
Ducky! Sir Duck! What? What's that he's carrying? Quickly! Gerald, what? What's that? Put he's... these on! Put these on! What? What earth are they? I'm sorry! I've... I've stolen these off every ill leper that I've ever met! Quickly, they're hugely padded! They had to be because the leper's feet were so huge! Quickly, put these on, Kyle! Put these on, Ken! Put these on, Brunella! And I'll put mine on! They'll cushion the blow of the hot coals. They're so padded and huge. Put them on, damn it. Put them on. I can't feel the hot coals at all. My feet aren't burning anymore. What on earth is going on? Children, listen to me. For shortly you shall worship. My name is C.S. Lewis, a file writer and an even better nutter. I have risen to the top of this temple of Macho Lewis Pichu, which you will now populate as my people, you will rename yourselves. All of you will be called C.S. Lau. Not so fast. <gasps> David! What? But I thought you were dead or worse. Dead? MP meant Machu Picchu. Yes, Gerald. I came to Machu Picchu some time ago. Daddy! I Daddy. knew that C.S. would be here. I overheard his entire plan one night. Tell me, is your mother here? Yes. Yes, Daddy, she's over there. She's been cut. Yes, I've sliced her really, really badly. I got a bit aroused at the first one, and uh, so I decided to go deeper. With that horrible, horrible man. I'm not horrible. I own all the furniture in Oxford. And he trapped us in the backs of wardrobes <laughs> in his in his furniture shop. And yes, now he's I taken did. mummy. Oh, yes, and what are you going to do about I it? I feel so faint. I'm slipping away. Oh. Gerald, catch your mother. I've got to take care of CS. I will, Daddy. Mummy, fall into my arms. <gasps> oh! Uh, I've got her. Good. Yes, David. Come to me. Arise to the top of the temple. I should have faced you off long ago. Faced off with you. Faced? You, I should have... Doesn't matter. Well, it does matter. I'm an author. Look, CS. You know, if I do the grammar wrong, you know, sometimes it has to go right back to the publishers. You have to have three three rounds of editing. I'm afraid you're not going to have time for that now. What do you mean? I am lord of this domain. I, I will be like a god. No. Because my son's genius move, stealing the shoes from lepers, has allowed him to dance on that hot coals unscalded. There were lots of lepers on the ship. <laughs> but wait a minute. My skin is so sallow and white because I'm a leper. Yes. The only thing holding me upright was my shoes. And have a look down. Have you seen them lately? Oh, my God! They are gone! Help me, David. If you were ever my friend, and I know you are, I'm sorry for everything I did wrong. Like the time where I found Machu Picchu and tried to kill you and then abducted all your children and had your wife cut open. I repelled it all. It was so long ago, like three or four minutes. Help me! I'm sorry, CS. I'm afraid this is your last battle. Oh. Oh. That was a reference to my book. Yes, it was. Yes, I'm glad you noticed. Oh. Oh. Well, then, goodbye, cruel world. 
like Aslan, I will arise again, but probably not. Come, children, get out of those burning coals. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you for rescuing us. Oh, oh, I've missed you. I love you, Daddy. Oh, come here. David, is it really you? I, I can't believe it. Yes. Yes, it's me. So sorry for all the times I had flings with other men. Since I thought you weren't around. Tell me, Mrs. Livingston, will, will you take me back? Oh, of course I'll take you back. Of course I will. Barty, CS is dead. Yes, I, yes, he does seem rather dead, I doesn't he? I suddenly it? feel that what we've been doing is terribly pointless and evil. I, well, I'm still up for it, to be honest. <laughs> really? Well, I... Well, I'm afraid I'm going to have to push you into these hot coals. <laughs> oh, 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 my papery skin! Barty, no! wait, I'll douse you with some water. No, no! Oh, no! Oh, that was a stupid thing to do. I'm Good one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, children. I'm sorry, David. I've been a bad Mr. Jeremiah. I, allow me. Forgive me. I'll give you my furniture shop. All my furniture. You can have all the wardrobes you want to play in, and I promise there won't be cages in them. I, I can't believe I ever did such an evil thing. All I want to do is go home. Back to Oxford. Yes. Let's all go home back to Oxford. Yes. You, Gerald, and my beautiful wife. We can be a happy family again. And Prunella. Don't forget Prunella. Oh, yes, and me. And, and now that we've been on such an adventure, I don't think Ken and Kyle could ever call us a girl ever again. No, no, no you guys were great. You know, I think it was amazing. You defeated a, an evil German. Just us, just some... Kids, I don't think he could have ever expected that sort of kinder surprise. (laughs) (laughs) That was the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, starring Daniel Roberts, Chris Turner, Dougie Walker and Tom Skelton, with Dylan Townley on the piano. If you'd like to see us in the flesh, then we have upcoming live shows in Bristol, Brighton, London and Leicester. Visit our website at www.racingminds.co.uk to find out more.